You're listening to a podcast from the Cinema Geekly Podcast Network. We're the geeks you deserve and the ones you need right now. It's a brand new episode of Hear the Walking Dead, Cinema Geekly's all-encompassing omnibus Walking Dead podcast. It is Anthony and Aurora, and we are back talking the second half of season eight of The Walking Dead. It's finally returned. Mm-hmm. Aurora, this show left on December 10th. Yeah. It did not come back until February 25th. What is wrong with them? <laughs> uh, well... I think Making us were, suffer in the lonely, cold months. <laughs> I think they were smart. I think they were smart not doing this closer to Valentine's Day. Oof, yeah. This would not have been a good Valentine's Day no, present. No, Let's talk about it. Season 8, Episode 9. It's called Honor. Uh, after the saviors leave Alexandra, the survivors make for the hilltop, while Rick and Michonne stay behind to say their final goodbyes to a dying Carl, who pleads with Rick to build a better future alongside the saviors before killing himself with a pistol. In the kingdom, Morgan and Carol launch a rescue mission for Ezekiel. Although they are successful and retake the kingdom, the saviors' lieutenant, Gavin, is killed by Benjamin's vengeful brother, Henry. So what did you make of the return episode, the mid-season premiere? Well, we were talking before starting the podcast, and I said that I, I cried the whole time. Mm-hmm. I cried the first, what was it, like two, three minutes of the mm-hmm. show before the before the, the opening <laughs> credits started. Yes. And they did a long, cold open as well before oh, they went to the credits. Oh, my God. Like, I was, because they did this whole flashbacks of Carl, um, and, and they kept going back and forth. I thought that was with, great, by the way. It was great. But after it was, he it, realized it, he was done for, after he yes, was bitten, yes. I thought that was great. The acting was mm-hmm. amazing. Yeah, I thought he was great. Um, And, you know, throughout the whole scene, I was, like, holding back the tears. I was like, I'm not going to cry in the first two minutes of this show. I'm not going to do it. And yeah. then there's a scene where he's sitting on the on the uh, steps in front of the house that they were living in in Alexandria with Judith, oh, and they're man. taking like a selfie together. Yeah, and they were playing with paint. They're putting their handprints on the steps, and, and she yes. gave them a little high five. And that broke me. That yeah. that just destroyed. <laughs> mm-hmm. That hit. That hit me. Oh. That hit me as well. Uh, the that moment. Was rough. The moment. Actually, you know that hit me. At, but the mo- I, I was more caught up in how well they did that opening. He mm-hmm. was writing letters to everybody. He wrote a letter to Enid. Yes. Uh, all of that stuff. I thought that was all, all that stuff was great. Um, I think what really did it for me, and weirdly enough, I, for me it was like the one scene that felt the kind of weirdest to me when he's laying there in the sewer dying, essentially, mm-hmm. with everybody mm-hmm. else. And he's talking to Judith, who can't oh. really understand what he's saying yes he's given this long speech so that's why it felt a little it felt a little weird to me because he's kind of giving her this long speech that she'll 
she's so little she probably won't remember. And she he he gives her the cowboy hat. That's what hit me in that yeah. scene when he yes. gave her the hat. Oh. I'm like, oh man. I didn't that watch that scene because Too my hard. eyes. <laughs> They're red. They were They're red. Clouded they were... with tears. They were clouded. I just heard it. <laughs> I couldn't. Uh, it was. I thought that was beautiful that oh, they did that. Crazy. I'm like, oh man, he's giving her the hat. Is yeah. she gonna wear the hat? Like, oh dude, if they turn. Um, all I could think about is like the Telltale Walking Dead game. Oh, like yes. if Judith becomes some sort of like independent badass. Yeah, yeah. Please she let that happen. Up with Clementine. Yes, make that happen. <laughs> Bring in Clem. That'll be great to the show. I don't think she. To be honest, I don't think I. I hope I hope I'm not right about this, but I don't think Clem makes it out of that last season of the Walking Dead game, but. Yeah, I, I hope yeah. I'm wrong about that. Yeah. I want her to show up in this show. Oh, that would be amazing. Clementine is probably my favorite character in The Walking Dead, and she's not I even agree. A, she's not I even agree. a human. Yes. She's pixels on a screen, but yes, I agree. I, lo- I love that character so much. Yeah. Uh, continue with your thoughts. Um, no, I think that you know this episode felt very different from other episodes where the the season starts. Mm-hmm. Like this is mid season, so it's fine. But it it didn't feel like a starting episode. It felt like an end. In a lot of ways, yes. Right, and I liked, and I liked it. I liked that it felt that way. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I liked the most was the fact that this season started with that kind of like dream sequence that we see, like older Rick, um, yes. and. Throughout the season, we're trying to figure out, is this a, like the future? Is what's, what's happening? Is this a dream? And then in this episode, we find out that it's just the vision that Carl has of what he thinks his dad could be. Yeah, or should be, or whatever. Or should be, and yeah. They, and they tease this, uh, and this is not a thing that dies with, with Carl. This is made very clear that this is going to be some sort of major sticking point going forward, because at mm-hmm. the end of the episode, there's another vision and I think it's yeah. of Judith coming up to somebody, and he turns around and it's Negan. It's Negan, yeah, living in the community, mm-hmm. like he's you know not Negan anymore. He's like, hey, darling, how's it going? Yeah, yeah. And that's he's supposed like gardening. to be yeah. He's, that's supposed to be like your big <gasps> yeah. moment of the episode. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, maybe they're heading in that direction, and it seems so hard to imagine yeah. that after everything they've gone through. I look. I I hope. That this is what they do because I feel like that's a powerful storytelling device that you don't see often. I, I think people often go for the revenge plot because that's easy and it's a very visceral feeling. Mm-hmm. Uh, people want revenge. I was so happy to see like Joffrey die in Game of Thrones. <laughs> yeah. uh, we're me and Jen are rewatching it right now. We got the whole uh, the first seven seasons on Blu-ray uh, a couple weeks ago, and mm-hmm. we started re-watching it again, and I, all over again, cannot wait to see Joffrey die, <laughs> and we're only, like, four episodes in to the first season. So that works. Playing to revenge yeah. works, but doing this whole forgiving, yeah, forgiving and moving on and coming together and making things mm-hmm. better is so much tougher to do in real life. Yep. And also in storytelling, I kind of hope they go for it, because why not? Yeah, I think and that would you know, be a great way to end the show, to be honest. And I was talking to someone uh, last week um, about The Walking Dead, and this specific person was saying that 
they gave up on the show because they're mm. tired of it. And um, we talked about the fact that for me, this show, I think it, this show is for a specific group of people. Um, and if you're someone that started watching this from like season one and you've kept with the show, yeah. episodes like this will hit you harder because <laughs> yeah, because they brought back so many things like Carl tells Rick about, you know, that kid that he killed and how mm-hmm. he grew from that experience. And what helped him grow was the fact that Rick kind of like guided him yep. through it. Um, and you know, saying that to Michonne, you're my best friend. And when he said that, I, I immediately went back to that episode where they are, it's just a Carl and Michonne episode. You remember that? I do indeed, yes. And they like, she finds comics for him and mm-hmm. they um, kind of bond, yeah. And they bond. Um, so it, I think that this episode was aimed specifically for people that are heavily invested, are heavily invested in the show. Yeah. yeah. Um, which I loved because I am one of those people. <laughs> you are very heavily invested. Yeah, I tried to fool you the other day by insinuating well, that it was a very happy episode, but you didn't seem to be buying it. So no, uh. no. but I did say I be, uh, before the podcast. I did say my husband came to me because I was crying yeah. throughout the whole episode, and he was like, "Okay, what's going on? What happened?" I'm like, "Carl is dying, and everybody's saying goodbye. <laughs> this is awful." And he's like, "It's just a show." I'm like, "No." It's not, okay? <laughs> it's not It's not when you've watched... I care you know, about these characters. <laughs> ...whatever it is, a hundred and something episodes. Yeah. Um, you know, it sort of stops being... It sort of starts being a world that you escape to, but you live in as well, and you get to yeah. sort of know those those people. It definitely has way more of an effect. And, you know, especially with a character like Carl, right? Because mm-hmm. when Carl started... When, when you... Like, the first couple of seasons, I remember people hated Carl. Oh, yeah, he was the annoying kid, yeah. Yeah, he was the annoying kid. He Can't was always running eaten. away, yeah, yeah, and yeah, they yeah. had, like, the, the the joke with Lori that she was always looking for Carl. Yeah. Um, but he has changed so much. Like, the arc for this character has been amazing. Um, so, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm kind of, like, interested in seeing how the dynamic of the group is going to change without him there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I loved the episode too. I thought they did a, a really good job of sort of, of spreading things out as well. They they had the B plot for this episode, which was really the and also the action oriented part of this episode as well right. was rescuing uh, Ezekiel from the kingdom, which was basically mm-hmm. Morgan and Carol. I love that scene earlier on before Morgan kind of hopped in to join her. Carol was just going to go on her own. Mm-hmm. And that one woman is like, "You're gonna go take all of them on by yourself," <laughs> and she's like, "Yep." And that's usually when the you know the other person is like, "Oh no, no, you shouldn't do that." She yeah. looks right at Carol and goes, "Yeah, I believe you could do that." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was like, "Of course, she's Assassin's yeah. Carol." Yes. Uh, I know, can but- be in a fortified compound, and someone tells me Carol is coming. Yeah. I'll I'll run away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, you know, maybe if she's coming to rescue you, I just put oh, my feet up. Oh, she's coming to rescue me. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I know I'm going to be rescued, but Grab if she's cool coming drink. to attack me, oh, no, yeah, thank yeah. you. Just run away already. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then they do that thing at the end with the little boy has to kill. Or he doesn't mm-hmm. have to. He does. Like, nobody sees him coming, but then he, 
he does. He volunteered to help Carol earlier, and she's like, no, 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 no. She's trying to, still trying to protect these youngins from this world that they live in. But eventually, they all have to end up doing this. Yep. We learned about it with Carl as well. He's like a young Carl, this Henry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Carl had to eventually do this as well. Um, I think for me, the hardest part of the episode was when he, because he kills himself. It sounds like with like a silenced pistol or something. Right. It's not particular. Uh, it's not particularly loud, but um, just the the performances mm-hmm. uh, by um, by Rick and Michonne, uh, the their faces, Oof. their body language, everything. Mm-hmm. Like after you hear that shot, like you hear that shot, and she jumps. Yep. And yep. they just lose it, and oh my god, it's so it's so hard. Uh, it's yeah, it's not easy. And if you're uh, a parent, it, it's look, if you have empathy or sympathy or anything like that, you can put yourself in people's shoes. Um, it's not hard to do uh, if mm-hmm. you have those qualities. So it's easy to feel awful for them. And it was doubly so because I'm a very empathetic person and sympathetic person to begin with. But I also have kids. Yeah, and yeah. it's so easy maybe not put myself in that specific location and circumstance, mm-hmm. but the base circumstance, it's easy to put myself in, you know, your kid is dying and you, there's nothing you can do to stop it as a parent. Yep. Um, yep. it's, it wrecks you. It is not mm-hmm. easy to deal with that sort of stuff. Uh, and I thought Andrew Lincoln was great. Great. I thought he was tremendous as good as, as good as anyone can do. Yeah. Uh, in a situation uh, like that. I, th- I thought it was a great episode. Um, before we give any other final thoughts or uh, the score for the episode, I would like to thank the good people of Fandango uh, for sponsoring up this episode this week. Head on over to cinemageekly.com slash Fandango. Buy yourself some movie tickets or pick up a movie gift card for the movie fan in your life. There's yes. so much stuff in theaters. Oh, my God. If you have not seen Black Panther, go see it. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's excellent. A great yes. movie. Uh, you can pre-order your tickets right now for Tomb Raider. I'm sure mm-hmm. Aurora, who has oh, yeah. Lara Croft literally <laughs> inked for eternity on your person, <laughs> will be going to see this Tomb Raider movie. Of course. I'm sure you were hoping for the best. I are am. You, are you hoping for the hope. best, but preparing for the worst? Is this what? What are you doing going into this? I, I, that's exactly how I'm. I'm approaching this. Yeah, you're going in with a uh, a glass half full. Yes, but yes. you're also prepared for that glass to fly out of your hands and connect with the screen and shatter into a million pieces. I really hope that it's good. I really, I'm really hoping. Yeah. <laughs> the trailers have not done a lot for me, but I love Alicia Vikander. Yeah, and. They're basing it off of the the newer Tomb Raider games, which were yeah. very good games. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping they can pull something out that's not just a generic action movie. Yeah, I want. I mean, generic action movie is fine, but there's been. I'm still waiting for that one great game adaptation where it's like, oh, this was incredible, it was fantastic. Yep. yep. Uh, and not just like, oh, well, that was fun. Mm-hmm. I, I we get that. We get that a lot. There's a lot of other stuff. Uh, a Wrinkle in Time. You can pre-order your mm-hmm. tickets for. Uh, if you can get to, if you can find a theater that's showing Annihilation, go see that. I hear it's uh, tremendous as well. The Natalie Portman movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the Fandango plug, Aurora. Would you like to give any final thoughts on the episode this week? Or if not, uh, what would you give? Honor. 
Um, I I do want to say that I um, the the writing in this episode was amazing as well. Mm-hmm. I I like I liked every single line that mm-hmm. each character character uh, said to Carl. Yeah. Um, including uh, what's the name of the guy that he saved? My God, I'm blanking on it. Sadiq. Sadiq. Um, he basically says, you know, he's gonna honor Carl. That's the title of the episode. Yeah, and he's going to, you know, make him proud. We, you have Daryl telling him that everybody is alive thanks to him. He's all yeah. on you. He's a hero. Um, yeah. He's a hero. You have Rick saying, you know, that everything I did was for you and you mm-hmm. did. Um, yeah. Just being and, a dad. Yeah, and you have Carl then saying back, I want this for you. I want you to be happy. It was I think that the writing was just amazing. Great. In yep. this show, um, so yeah, I'm gonna give it a five. I mm-hmm. I've never cried so much in an episode. The only other episode on The Walking Dead that I cried was when Glenn died, mm-hmm. but this one has been the one that really got to me. The so. the writing was very good this episode, yeah. and <laughs> you ruined it for me, Aurora. I, there's nothing <laughs> else I can say about the writing <laughs> in this episode. It was perfect. They did a great perfect. job. I look. I'm also. Let me preface this by saying I'm giving this episode a five as well. I am going to nitpick one thing that stood out to me as weird. Mm-hmm. It was right after uh, Carl finished his speech to Judith. Mm-hmm. And it was if on cue, there is this howling baby cry <laughs> from Judith. Yes. Like, I don't think... That would be the reaction in this because no. she didn't seem to really know what was happening. Just, no, yeah, you know, she probably just thought that's Carl and he looks kind of dirty and tired. Yeah, yeah, but she, I, I don't agree. Think she that knew was what weird. Was happening, and it sounded like I mean, look, I feel like maybe they've aged up Judith a little bit. She seems to have aged a lot. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, she's like walking around and has hair now. <laughs> I feel like she has aged like a little bit since the last couple of seasons. Maybe I'm wrong. I. We don't see her that often in the show. Yeah. She's always being babysat by some, mm-hmm. you know, invisible babysitter somewhere. <laughs> or Negan. <laughs> uh, maybe. Sure. Oh, he's done that a couple of times. He yeah. made spaghetti once, I think. Um, yes. <laughs> the, uh, but the cry was like almost that of an infant. Yeah. Not of like a small toddler. I'm like, it just felt a little out of place. Yeah, I agree. That was weird. Yeah. Um, like, they sort of piped it in, like, oh, she needs to be crying right there. Mm-hmm. Like, she'd be really upset. I'm like, yeah, I don't think she would know. <laughs> I don't I mean, I think she would, I think she would pick up that something is not quite right. Right. But she wouldn't be able to put her finger on what it is that's yeah. not quite right. Yeah. Yep. Um, other than, other than that, I would give this episode a five as well. And I did. I give it a yeah. five. It's a great episode. Um, all right. Well, uh, I guess we're happy the show's back. Yeah. <laughs> it's so weird to be like, I'm so happy to be miserable again. Uh, hopefully yeah. they won't all be as sad as this. Yeah, I mean, I I do have a question. You, you saw that final scene where Rick is like in a tree and he's bleeding. What was that? that oh, I mean, obviously that's where he was at where he's saying my... Uh, my grace or whatever is greater than my wrath or whatever. I, I, clearly, I think that's where he has been when we've seen those close-ups of him because we've seen like the stained glass and I, clearly that's from the church yeah. as well. I'm wondering if that's where they... Uh, it can't be where they buried Carl because they were burying him next to the church. 
I just have I just was having a hard time. I'm not sure. Is, where is that, that like is. like in the future? Is that in the past? Is that what I? It's yeah. certainly it's certainly after the events of this episode. I hope so. Um, I'm not it's sure. The, what the, it is. the number one thing I said was I hope all this was not a dream. It better not be that he's no, just do, imagining do, that Carl died because I was going to be very upset. Yes, please do not explain away things with dreams. No, That's, no, bad. Please, bad TV no. show. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm I'm happy the show is back. I'm not so happy to be upset. Uh, <laughs> I like liking things and I like having fun. Yes, uh, and sometimes the show doesn't let you do that. Yes. Um, all right, so that's the show for this week. <laughs> Head on over to cinemageekly.com, check out the archives of the show. You can find us on Apple Podcasts and Google Play Music and, and Stitcher as well. Just search for uh, Hear the Walking Dead and hit subscribe, and that way you can come back and listen to us next week when we talk about Walking Dead Season 8, Episode 10, called The Lost and the Plunders. <laughs> <laughs>